0: Warning. This podcast features graphic content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello again, Nightmare Society, and welcome to another episode of true horror stories tonight's true tales feature weird creatures humanoid beings and just like a horror movie some of them are discovered late at night on a home security camera no thank you a big thanks goes to our contributors who make this whole thing possible user glass-technology-599 user aaron08, user momo52915, user dazed8819, and user Competitive Treat 588 Thank you all very much. Don't forget Nightmare Society is a weekly podcast, so if you want to get updates of when a new episode is out, because I know right now it's a little... Um, not as regular as it typically was uh, the past two years. Anyways, um, make sure you subscribe to um, us on your podcast app and or on YouTube because the uh, episodes are on YouTube as well. They go back as far as the first episode on YouTube. So if you're not part of our Patreon, um, then you can access the earlier episodes there. Um, On Patreon, I'm trying to update um, the earlier episodes, I mean, it's like 1 through 50 or something like that that aren't available on the podcasting apps anymore. They're going to be available on Patreon. I think I have up to like 30 something right now and you can listen to them on your own podcast app if you are a part of our Patreon. Um, Speaking of that, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nightmare Society. We've got a few different tiers to choose from. Anywhere from a buck if you just want to you know help out a little to five dollars a month where you get all the perks with bonus episodes early release commercial free regular episodes and all that kind of good stuff now get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of the nightmare society I've dealt with paranormal things Like shadow people Things moving without anyone touching them Etc And I swear this is a legit story Back in May of 2020 My parents were going on their annual trip to Florida With my three brothers for the week My mom asked me if I could go by their house And feed the family dogs Or stay in house sit Being the daughter I am I told my mother I would just stay at their house to save on gas. Throughout the week, I would bring the two dogs inside to feel safer since my parents live on a somewhat back road. Keep in mind my parents' house is surrounded by trees and there's a thick tree line separating their house from the two neighbors. Well, one night while I was at the house alone, I had called my best friend, Bailey, to come over and stay the night. We were going to do what two middle-aged, 20-year-old females do when alone. Play video games, watch movies, TikToks, and drink a little. We were in the kitchen around 3 or 4 a.m. making homemade funnel cakes. The dogs kept moving around and staring at the glass kitchen door that led off to the back porch. I asked Bailey to let them out there so they could chill and we would have enough legroom while we were cooking. While we were eating our funnel cakes, we came across a TikTok about making homemade temporary tattoos with a printed picture and perfume. Now keep in mind my parents have about 3.82 acres of land. So there is the family house, my dad's two-door garage workshop, and a large pole barn. Those two buildings are farther out near the tree line. So, Bailey and I walk down to the workshop to go into my parents' work office. I punch in the code to the garage door and we go inside straight to the computer. We print out each other a picture of Kylo Ren to try and make into temporary tattoos for each other. So, my parents have security cameras all over their property. And inside the office is a television above the desk showing all of the live footage from the cameras. So while I was cutting out the tattoo for Bailey, she says, What is that? I stop cutting and look up at the cameras. At first I didn't see anything except for a small figure in front of the pole barn. It looked like it was sniffing at the garage door. I shrugged it off and told her it was probably one of the many stray dogs that roamed around the area. Bailey nudged my arm quickly after I said that and pointed to the screen again. Wanting to prove to her that it was just a stray dog, I stood up and looked closer to the screen. And when I did, I saw the figure. But it did not look like one of the small dogs. The creature was hunched over on all fours. Its arms were super thin and long, but pointing outward from its chest. Kinda like how you'd imagine the girl from the exorcism to be when she crawled on all fours. It had no fur. Its skin looked tight on its body. For some reason, I started to open the door to go and look at it. Bailey stopped me right when I grabbed the lock on the door. Looking back at the screen at the creature, it looked like it scratched at the door of the pole barn. What the hell is that? The creature turned its head straight at the camera, like it was a scene from the office. When its head turned, I couldn't make out clear facial features but it looked like it had a human head with two big glowing eyes. Bailey and I screamed, and it ran off, and I mean it bolted off screen. Clearly freaked out, Bailey and I hugged each other like that would protect us somehow. Then something smashed against the garage door. Not once, but twice. Like you know what it sounds like for someone to smack a garage door from the outside with their hand. Yeah, just like that. I called my grandmother and told her we thought we saw something and to stay on the phone with us until we ran inside the house. Once we got into the house, we brought the dogs in, locked every single door, and took shots of Crown until we fell asleep. Now we talked about this a few times and I think it was a Wendigo, but Bailey thinks it was a Skinwalker. But now, according to the research I've done... It seems like it might have been a crawler. Last night at around 10 p.m. My boyfriend and I were sitting in the living room trying to find a movie to watch on Amazon Prime Video. We have video surveillance cameras everywhere outside. Two that point to the front door at different angles, one for the backyard and one for the side of the house. The monitor screen is kept in the living room on a table next to the recliner that I was sitting in. I just sat down for not even five minutes, then I heard a child's voice come over the monitor. The voice said, Hello? I thought to myself for a minute, Crap. Crap. Does my son have his bedroom window open and is yelling through the window for some reason and then the camera is picking it up because there's a camera next to his bedroom window? Then I remembered, no, it can't be, because he was sleeping in my bed. I called up to him and he answered. I look at the monitor screen and I see a man who appeared to be very tall. He was wearing a red and white flannel shirt. He was holding a little girl's hand. She looked like she had striped long sleeves with frizzy blonde hair They were walking up the steps to get into our entryway And I turned to my boyfriend and said Somebody's here We live in the middle of absolute nowhere We live by a swamp My closest neighbors are bears and coyotes And a couple of Amish houses about a mile or two down the road So there are never any people, at least that we know of who go walking down our street pitch black with no lights on a back road at 10pm at night. So it seemed very strange to us. Just as the man and the girl get to our front door, my boyfriend opens the door. And they're gone. Not a single trace or sign of them. My boyfriend goes outside by the road to see if he could see any cars. But there was nothing. Nothing. He thought maybe they were having car trouble and stopped for help but there were no signs of that being a possibility. I let the dog outside and my boyfriend went outside with a flashlight but nothing was there. We watched the camera footage and the people coming to the door never recorded. We reviewed old camera footage and saw nothing that looked or sounded like that. We don't even know people that look like that. Or ever have anybody that could have possibly come over that looked like that. My boyfriend does not believe in ghosts. But seeing that he had no explanation for it, I think he changed his mind. We've lived in this house for four years and I personally have never experienced anything until last night. My boyfriend admitted that the one night I was at work he saw something moving in the yard and thought it was an animal, but... Went out to look and nothing was there, except my son's tire swing was swinging back and forth like crazy. My son has been complaining for the past few months that he doesn't like to sleep in his bed because it sounds like something is crawling around under his bed and his bed shakes. The original part of the house was built in the 1800s and was used as an old schoolhouse. An addition was put onto the house 20 years ago to make it bigger. The old schoolmaster used to live across the street in a house that is no longer there. I talked to my boyfriend today and we both said what happened was really weird and we've come to terms with it probably being a ghost sighting. I know I'm not crazy because we saw them and heard the voice too. I've seen many ghosts in my lifetime. I just wondered what took so long for me to see one here. What bothers me is that it seemed like they wanted to get my attention. And it makes me feel very uneasy. A few days leading up to this, I would sit in the living room and just feel overwhelming dread and terrible anxiety. After seeing them, I don't feel that anymore. So weird. In 2019, I was having a very hard time being around people. I eventually packed my belongings up and went to live my life at age 30 by myself in the woods. I was scouting an area that was in Delaware County, which is in the suburbs of Philly, looking for the perfect spot to spend my summer. After my long journey testing different areas out, having bad experiences such as my tent flooding after heavy rains, I found a huge hill that probably went up for a few thousand feet. This certain hill was on a giant rock outcropping with many beautiful stones such as garnets embedded in the host rock. I honestly thought I found the perfect camp secluded from everyone and everything surrounded by a large creek. The area was well planted with huge trees of many sorts, so due to all these factors being perfect for what I was looking for, I set my tent upright on top of the hill. The tent that I owned was a one person tent literally just big enough for me to sleep in, which is all I really needed. I'm pretty much set, all I had left to do was create a barrier with local tree branches so I could keep anyone out and hide my tent. Upon stringing up a huge wall of branches in the area and putting up trip lines around my campsite, I began living my life. I lived many days like this that summer before the incident happened that changed my life forever. So before I delve into this experience, I want to add that it would be nearly impossible for any dog or anyone to get up this hill. Someone would have to be extremely dedicated in finding this place to get to it. During my adventure living alone in the wilderness, my brother would occasionally meet up with me to drop off supplies such as beer, food, water, etc. On a beautiful summer night after it just rained heavily, I was laying on the hill right outside my tent. I was immersed in an extremely dense fog. The whole area looked as if it was covered in a huge cloud. I was tired from a long walk earlier, so eventually, when it hit around 10 pm, I retired to my tent. I crawled in and laid down. With all my equipment around me, it was extremely cramped in there. I zipped up the door flap and began relaxing. I started reading a good book I had when I noticed it was getting really late, so I got my flashlight out, put on my headlamp, and just chilled. Periodically I would text my sister to let her know that I was okay or just converse about things It was around 1am when I just started having a very strange feeling You know a feeling something is wrong I tried to shrug it off but it wouldn't go away I laid there with my headlamp on fully illuminated My tent had a tiny opening at the top with mesh So you can see out of it But other than that, you really can't see anything on the outside. As I was reading, I suddenly heard something run very loudly towards my tent, right on my left-hand side. It stopped right next to me and began loudly barking, almost as if a dog is right in your face about to attack. I suddenly shuddered with fear, saying to myself, that can't be a dog there's no possible way anything can get up to my tent with my barricade and my trip lines or at least not without making extreme struggle and lots of noise so in complete fear hearing this beast growl and bark like a maniac I fumbled to get my phone in a panic I started texting my sister saying listen there's something outside my tent and it's pretty angry she texted me back saying it's a dog I'm like, yo, a dog could not get up this hill, it's impossible. The thing stopped harassing me and eventually disappeared after about 10 minutes. I was very frightened after I heard what I heard, so I dialed 911 in my phone and held on to it in case that thing came back. After an hour passes and nothing happened, I began to relax a little. I kicked off my shoes, cracked open a beer, and resumed to read. Let me just say I've been in the woods for six months straight before and never had anything like this happen. It was so chilling that I get sick thinking about it. As I'm laying there, time started to pass with no sign of the creature. I was too horrified to even look outside the tent at this point. Plus the ground was covered in fog. Three o'clock rolls around. I firmly held the phone in my right hand just in case. With a sudden moment passing, I was completely paralyzed. I laid there in a state of fear so intense that I thought I was going to die. Then, something grabbed me. Whatever grabbed me began picking me up and smashing me into the ground. This thing was so strong that I felt like a ragdoll. It just kept squeezing me and shaking me as if I was nothing. I looked at my phone in my hand desperately trying to move my thumb to hit the dial button, but it was impossible. This thing was breathing so loud and making noises so sinister that the impression I got was that this thing crawled right out from hell and wants to take me out of my tent. The cries from it were almost like a loud pulsing sound, similar to a giant heart beating out of control. It was beating the living crap out of me. I pictured myself being carried away by this horrible thing into a cave to be experimented on or something really evil. After fighting for probably 7 minutes while being completely paralyzed it suddenly stopped. The state of fear I was in was so intense that at the very moment I was free my thumb immediately hit 911. I got a female dispatcher on the line. I thought to myself, what do I say, I'm in the middle of nowhere and was attacked by something no one is going to take seriously. I hung up the phone and started texting my sister, saying, listen, here's my location, I was just attacked by something. I got no answer. I kept texting. No answer. I cowered in my tent for the next few hours until the sun came up. I was so worn out from the beat down that I crawled out of my tent in extreme pain. After a complete search of the area for footprints or a sign something had been there, I came up empty. No lines were tripped, no branches were moved, and my tent wasn't damaged. Doesn't make much sense because I am damaged. I could barely walk. Eventually I moved my campsite and got a bigger tent. I still don't know what it was that attacked me. I don't know what that thing was menacingly barking outside my tent I am literally scarred until this day I now know that there are things so powerful out there that they can literally paralyze you By just coming close to you Apparently they can beat the crap out of you through your tent Without leaving any sign of having been there Was it a Bigfoot? Or Dogman? I don't know, but it could have killed me very easily if it wanted to. It could have made me a missing person in a heartbeat. I don't know why I survived or how. I have a feeling that this thing was angry at me for tearing down giant tree branches to fortify my camp, but not exactly sure. That day I tore a lot of branches down, then I was attacked, so to anyone out there, If you're camping, don't harm any type of tree or plant that might trigger these things to attack. And good luck out there in the woods. I know you guys can't get enough crazy true stories, and neither can I so i recently checked out a podcast called what was that like by scott johnson i had to listen to jill was kept in a basement because what in the world does that mean two words human trafficking and let me tell you her story and escape is pretty wild jill is the one who actually told the story too which was pretty cool scott has his guests recount their own insane experiences Episode topics range from something as serious as someone who experienced a home invasion to something as lighthearted as a lady who once sent a text message to the wrong number and three years later got married to that person. It's pretty interesting stuff, so I'd recommend you check it out. What Was That Like can be found on any podcast app, including Spotify, or at the website whatwasthatlike.com. I experienced a crawler once before and hoped I'd never experience it again but now it's back this event took place about three months ago I love to stay up late and read stories and watch movies and so on the typical night owl you've surely read about before somewhere that night I already turned off the TV and browsed on my mobile phone ready to go to sleep my window was tilted inwards to ventilate the room all of a sudden I hear a loud aggressive shrieking or rather clicking sound coming from under my window I live on the second floor it's really hard for me to describe that scream precisely or find any similar references to it I've never heard that sound before I know how wild boars sound but that surely was not one Furthermore, I had to instantly reference that scream to the crawler I saw back then. What scares me the most is that this scream came from right under my window. It really seems to me that it did that on purpose to make me aware of its presence, to challenge me. I was scared out of my mind and did not move a muscle for about 10 minutes. About 5 minutes later, I heard a few sounds coming from our carport like somebody stepping on an uneven metal plate or metallic things being moved I didn't hear anything afterwards for the rest of the night and my family didn't remark anything to be missing afterwards so we assumed that this was the crawler from back then why would it let us walk away back then without making an aggressive move at all and some years after it positions itself right under my window and makes itself to be noticed in an aggressive manner it may sound exaggerated, but it really felt like it wanted to remind me that it's still there and knows my location and me. It felt like it wanted to mock or dominate me. I had never heard of skinwalkers before getting stationed in Colorado. When I did, I didn't know what to make of them and used to talk about them as a joke with my friends. The first experience I had, I took one of my buddies up to the San Isabel National Forest, which I've been through many times before, in the day. We drove out there around 9pm and rode some trails out to the heart of the forest, looking for skinwalkers but really I was just screwing with him and going for a trail ride. At the turnaround point, I got the cliché feeling of being watched, but was driving with my backup camera on the whole time. The trail was a bit dusty, but I started to notice an almost man-like shape running behind the vehicle from a distance. I didn't say anything at first because I thought maybe it's just me, so I stopped for a minute and asked my friend if he saw anything in the camera and he described the same thing. We then rolled down the windows and listened for any movement outside. With nobody else in the 250 square mile forest, we simultaneously heard a little boy, maybe 5 or 6 years old, cry out, "Help!" Help. Help. And our heads snapped towards each other and he said, "Fucking drive!" We keep moving back on the trail and seeing the thing in my camera standing as tall as a spare 35-inch tire on my lifted jeep while running on all fours. When we got to a fork in the trail that turns back the way we came, I decided to turn and head back because I was curious and wanted a definitive interaction. My buddy was not interested providing there was bad crap in these woods, but I was the one driving. After a few minutes, he starts groaning loud like he was hurt and covering his face. When I ask him what's wrong, I get hit with the sensation of absolute dread and sensory overload. When I was younger, I practiced black magic, and I can say with absolute certainty that it felt like a demonic presence. My eyes were tearing uncontrollably, and I could hardly breathe or speak. At which point I turned around on that trail and we left for good, still with the clear humanoid shape tailing us out of the woods. He later told me he heard something make a noise out his window that started like a low gurgling but raised to a loud scream just like the howler monkey. I never heard anything but the sensation was overbearing and physically crippling. After getting back on the road and stopping for gas, we found muddy handprints on the rock guards and tire gate of my jeep. It was completely spotless before leaving. not the type of person to believe this kind of stuff especially because I'm not superstitious at all but these two encounters made me doubt whatever is going on at my grandfather's farm the first encounter occurred when me and my two friends were having dinner everything was calm we were eating outside since this is a relatively big space that was until we heard a woman scream which was extremely odd since the country I live in is very calm with little criminal behavior or even animal attacks since we were in the wilderness. I'm the first one to react. I climbed to the wall that separated the house grounds from the animals part. From there I could see almost all of the houses near mine. My friends get up right after me. We stay in total silence waiting for another scream. And we heard it. This time we could understand what she said Help Then a bunch of gibberish no one could really understand One of my friends quickly grabs the phone to call the police As we assume it could be a domestic violence Or robbery I grab my axe My other friend follows me to the gate We don't leave Nobody knew what we could find Since something sounded odd about those screams Right before the police arrived we hear a thud and then glass breaking I assume it was a window. As soon as the police arrives, the scream stop, never to be heard again. The police found nothing. Later that night, me and my friends stayed up chatting about what happened. One of them was oddly quiet. When I asked him what was wrong, he simply said, I've heard those screams before. Apparently, he had heard that woman scream a couple of times while he was walking his dog. The next day, we get up and decide to go check the house the screams were coming from but there was one thing weird about it when we arrived at the place there was no house it was just forest with nothing more than big trees and bushes we came back and decided to forget what happened since we wanted to have a good time no one would connect this encounter with a skinwalker obviously I didn't either at first but when it happened twice I started connecting everything the second encounter happened when my cousins were over Similar to the previous night, we were having a good, peaceful dinner. That's when me and my cousin decided to go for a little walk in the garden we had. The garden was in front of a huge forest, only separated by a small stone wall. They we were just talking and laughing when I started to hear a man talking. Not in a normal voice. It sounded like there was something in his throat that produced a weird voice frequency. Again, I go grab my axe and my cousin calls his sister we get ourselves near the wall to hear what he was saying. Like the first encounter, we could only understand gibberish coming from him, and he wouldn't stop talking, not even taking breaks to catch his breath. After a while of listening to it, we realized we couldn't do anything about it, so we left and finished our dinner. They leave and I find myself alone in there. It was quite unsettling. Then I start overthinking, more and more, and I remember the times my dog would spend entire nights barking at that forest, when all the existent animals were wiped out by the hunters. I remember the warnings my parents gave me when I was a child, to always leave that forest and lock all the doors before sunset. Regardless of my questions, they would never tell me why, because as mentioned before, it was a calm little location, in a calm country. I couldn't understand why there were so many worries. It all ended when the lumberjacks came down to cut all the grown trees, leaving the forest pretty visible. Before the trees were cut down, you couldn't see anything there, even during the daytime. After they cut all the trees down and the good weather came, nothing weird happened, and my dog stopped barking at the wall. so much for listening don't forget to follow us on instagram at nightmare society radio and don't forget to follow us on your uh preferred podcasting app and please do leave us a review if you're enjoying it and if your uh, app allows you to do so thanks again and until next time